Genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I am your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today, as always, with Sean Batiste. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Heyo. As a courtesy, just want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going we're gonna to ruin it for you. Um, I'll do my best to give you guys some timestamps. We'll drop them in the description. Our top stories today are Wind by James Tynan and Michael Dialinus and Wonder Woman Dead Earth number three by Daniel Warren Johnson. And uh, Wind is, is issue one. We've, we haven't been really good with uh, hitting the issue numbers in here. We gotta, oh, have we? Well, yeah, we just keep talking about titles. So. Yeah, but we're, we're hey, getting man. better Start at, at, at number least one. mentioning the creator. So, you know, one, yeah. one baby step closer. at a time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, thank you, listeners at home, for dealing with us while we 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 trans transition back into talking about comics. <laughs> hey, you remember how to do this? Because I don't. So someone wants to remind me. Barely. Someone wants to teach me how. What are Same. these words and pictures together? I don't. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> uh, so how have y'all been in the last week? Had a week. I can't believe um, uh, it's been a week. It feels like we just did this like two days ago. I know, right. Yeah. Um, as we're recording this, happy Juneteenth, uh, America, yes, America's yes. true Independence Day, is finally getting nice. a little bit of recognition. So that's kind of cool. You know, and a buddy of mine was off today. I was like, I am jealous of you because everyone should be off yeah. today. I I was off, and uh, there was a really cool thing going on in West West Philly, but I didn't get a chance to go because of this. So thanks, guys. Hey, <laughs> I was worried. It, it took you a while to sign on. I was like, "Oh shit, she's not like out in." I got arrested. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and you didn't even no, tell me not... where you were. I could have helped prevent it. You just record on location. Yeah. And so somebody come to my jail cell and put a fucking microphone through the. I'm live from the Juneteenth celebration in West. <laughs> or no, like yeah, we actually got a hold of you and found out where you were being held, and gave you a phone card, and that's how we're recording. Uh... <laughs> I just like priority record like this so it sounds like <laughs> Yeah, every now and again you're gonna hear a recorded operator telling us that our time is up. <laughs> yeah, just ignore them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still week week two or three, I went I went ham at the comic book store again since I was in the store and I just started picking things oh, up. Yeah, you so. did. You gotta you gotta yeah, it's a lot trades. easier to buy a lot of stuff when you're actually yeah. in there. Yeah. I had a big, I actually got I had a big issues week. this week. Oh, incredible. nice. <laughs> Welcome to the party, I RJ. I put them in a bathtub and I laid in them. Yeah, that, you probably had a lot <laughs> backed up, man. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah, like some of our listeners have been like messaging us on our, or like, you know, talking about us on, on social media. And like our buddy Anthony over in Wales hasn't been able to go to the comic book store since March 23rd. And at least we were doing like curbside pickup and like mailing yeah. stuff out and like kind of trickling out the comics that were coming in. And yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. it's going to take a couple of weeks for them to go through all those polls. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> that's so. Yeah. <laughs> well, my shop, yeah, that's gotta be rough. My shop got everything in like one lump sum. Oh no. Like everything backed up. Uh. And then also because of diamond splitting off from DC, everyone's subscription was erased. Yep. 
for DC. Yeah. So it's just it's like, real bad. oh, now we. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's kind of a nightmare. But uh, you know, not to speak for every shop, but we've been handling it pretty okay. It's not ideal, but like, hopefully, our customers won't feel that yeah. transition at all. You know, and I it, it's been pretty it's, good. It's terrible to say, but a lot of there's a lot of shops that have that are closing that have closed their doors yeah. forever. There's, there's I, a lot I read of, about a couple of them. Unfortunately, yeah, that is super unfortunate. And then there's other shops that are just not carrying DC. They're just like boycotting it because it's either oh, impossible geez. for them because of their, the way that they process comics. Like there's, because of like the nature of comics, you have a, a handful of processing systems that you can use. And those processing systems are all antiquated. And yeah you know a lot of them are not built for that kind of a change so either they are choosing to because they can't or they're choosing to because they want to say like put their foot down and say f you you can't do this stuff i think yeah but then isn't isn't boycotting dc just um kind of voting in favor of the monopoly yeah so like so and they uh switch the cash on delivery yeah um yeah it's it's like I think short term, it's a real pain in the ass, but long term, ultimately, like once we get used to this change, it's good because then Diamond has to step up their game or. Yeah, or they'll fail. shape themselves out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, you know, depending on what Marvel chooses to do, if Marvel stays with Diamond, Diamond can kind of continue in whatever it is that they're doing. But if the threat of Marvel leaving goes, they're done. So. Yeah, that's it. If that's right. it for them. So which would prevent a I don't huge think problem happen. for smaller companies that don't have the ability to have just just like up and do their own distribution. Like boom and vault aren't gonna be able to do that, you know? So it's scary, but you know, hopefully uh hopefully the transition I works and, and either Diamond gets better or other companies step up and like offer alternatives. Yeah. That's kind of what I see happening. I, I would I would imagine that Diamond's going to do everything they possibly can to keep Marvel they happy and stuff their game up. They haven't yet, so... <laughs> well, they know? haven't needed to. Like, no, I mean, like, without... since, since DC threatened to leave, they're just like, fine, and then didn't... They took this entire... Okay, so, for example... Well, maybe they were trying to call DC's Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but, like, for example, our little two-store corporation took this three-month opportunity to, to just redo every single thing we do in the way we do it. Just like revamp everything, adapt or die, put it on the internet, you know? Um, so we did. Diamond took the time to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a vacation. It was just like the, the only thing that they've been doing is that there's a little sticker on the box that says, like, our comeback will be bigger than our setback, but like, not actually doing anything to help a comeback. Like, it, it's like, uh, <laughs> You know, the Congress wearing kente scarves, uh, you know, in honor of George Floyd, but then actually, like, continuing to fund the police. It's like, oh, what a, what a nice little gesture that amounts to zero actual changes. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the optics aren't great. No, it's but not. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's really bad. But yeah, it, it's also kind of what's happening in the theater industry right now. Like, um, during during yeah. the shutdown, a lot of... Um, distributors were like or and studios were like well shit we have these these movies that we need to get in people's eyeballs how are we going to do this so they just started like doing limited digital releases like mm -hmm. warner brothers did it with scoob and um i think universal did it with another kids movie yeah trolls i think yeah. trolls and yeah. amc was like well fuck universal we just won't carry any of their films anymore and it's like all right dude i hope you don't like money yeah and now 
I don't think they do. And now AMC is saying they're going to be opening some of their theaters with no, with no mask, mask all rule of them. in place. Not just AMC, like, all the like Regal I said the same thing. I want to go to the movie theater so badly, but if no one's wearing masks, I won't go. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's like, do you do you guys hate money? Because I, I I used to work for one of these corporations. I won't tell you guys who, but. <laughs> <laughs> they they love money like oh, money yeah. is all oh, they yeah. care about yeah. That's so why like this doesn't seem like well yeah there's definitely a Just, percentage of the population that will go regardless of i, I love that they said that they they don't they didn't want to institute a mask rule because they didn't want to make a political statement or something it's something about being political yeah, and it's like it, it has okay, nothing to do with politics political. like a, a deadly virus is not politics like why <laughs> Their press person was like, how can we be the biggest dumbass? Oh, my God. You know what's bad politics and, and bad press? Murdering is people? Be, no, b- being the, because <laughs> being contact traced, like, imagine, imagine, if you will, in one of these cities, there's a giant spike and absolutely every single person gets contact Went traced to back to an AMC theater. You don't want to be on that, no. that part of, of history. No. Come on, man. Absolutely not. That's a good way to never have your movie theater stay open. Like it's gonna. I, I never, out. I never thought that it would be a sequel to a Trolls movie that would eventually bring down the cinema industry as we know it. I know, I did. I mean, <laughs> did you have that on your bingo card? Yes. I saw Trolls one, and I was like, "If there's two more of these, this is it. This is the downfall. <laughs> this, this is over. Is, in 2020, this is the plague that will Society take us Society as we know it will collapse. The end because of the cinema. Trolls. trolls World Tour. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. The thing feeding Justin Timberlake's career <laughs> is definitely the downfall of. Well, are you saying that Justin Timberlake is only still around because of trolls? I mean, it's giving him. Bro. To do. Alright, well, uh it is other than his music. It's definitely career, not man from the woods. We are no. several minutes it's into Senorita. our comic book podcast and we have not talked about comic books yet. Yeah, we're talking about the industry at least. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, we're comics adjacent. There weren't even that many comics. There's comics speaking, adjacent. speaking of uh talking about the industry. The Justin Timberlake comics coming out. No, no, I'm just no, speaking of talking about the comics industry though, I don't know if you guys noticed, absolutely no Marvel books this week. Yeah, good. No, that tired happened. of fucking X Men. I mean, what? So I mean, the darn reason it. that happened is because during the entire <laughs> shutdown, they didn't print anything new, so they could have just oh, so they're yeah, behind. So they could have either skipped an mm-hmm. entire month and said no Marvel for you this month, or they could do what they're doing and just do a skip week. So every other week mm. for the next like two months is going to be no Marvel. So they until they get their publication books. and production exactly. back up. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't. I don't know why they they the emergency break on production because like i mean i don't know how automated it is but people still have to do that right they probably no i, I mean n- n- not, not like printing and production but like a lot of studios were like stop drawing mm. and it's like it, it, almost that's, all comic creators work from yeah, that home was already that's anyway one thing you could have done i don't understand. yeah it's like right and then when, and when you're everything's back and ready it's like okay there's 20 comics in the pipeline let's just fucking go yeah, like, like I, just... I know idw told sophie campbell to stop drawing they were like fucking pencils down wow 
Yeah, I, I don't know weird. if I wonder if they that get... or not. But yeah, it might be like a union thing. It might be like a pay. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe it's like how they maybe. get paid. Like if they're submitting issues, they get paid on when the issues get submitted. And they're so not they're getting like, any they, money. They didn't know if they're going to have money yeah, or not. Exactly. Right. <laughs> See, th- th- this is this is why, you know, government stimulus would have really fucking come in handy. Thanks. Yes. Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted comics this whole time, you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's a shit about anything political. else. <laughs> but now I mean, it's affecting my fucking comic books, so I have to be. I'm just gonna yeah. switch Adam and Casey's square. Yeah, there you go. Now same person. <laughs> uh, They're molding together uh, into one. So I mean, uh, I have a whole what, tangent I could go on there, but I'm just not going to. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> so, I'm gonna, so what was we'll good? save that what, for another what's, day? What's some good comics people have? Some good things to say about this week. Um, that's a that's a heavy-handed question uh, about. Considering what came out this week, it was a very leading question, Adam. I yeah, liked right. it. It was good. Um, we could start with some good stuff. I liked um, I, "Dying Is Easy" ended this week, and I, I liked that. Yeah, I was behind um, on that. What did, how did that end up uh, closing up? Uh, first is number five by Joe Hill and Martin Simons. Um, it closes up by our hero, quote unquote, <laughs> being a really fucking good detective. Oh. he basically kind of figures out what went down with this dude getting killed and him getting framed and he kind of like turns out there was this like just guy at the bar who kind of it was just saw him lying in the on the street after the sid kind of beat him up and went home and use it as an opportunity, really, only to just prove to his wife that he was tough enough to kill somebody. Like it's some weird fucking okay. shit. Okay, all right. Well, the the he he's talking to the one guy, and he finds yeah. out that um the guy who died was doing an impression of him, and that right he the person who murdered him didn't actually want to murder him. He wanted to murder the main character. Yeah, because the main character, as he was dying, was like mocking. Sid and like the guy walked up was like hey you sit up like yeah I'm fucking doing like a dumb impression and he was wearing his jacket so we just went and tried to kill him oh. he just killed well he did kill him but he wanted it was more the mentality behind it was like he was a dick to him and his wife I guess so it was like doing it to like yeah see see wife I can I can murder someone for you like it was a weird like vibe a chivalry thing a weird chivalry thing yeah like a twisted chivalry <laughs> thing and then kind of the episode goes on and like he's talking to people he's like piecing the whole thing back together like trying to like um something got stolen from the club and he realized who did it it was like a a jealous ex the 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 guy that died like his girlfriend found out that he was he was fucking some like producer to get spots on leno and she was like stealing from him so oh it was just it was her sorry it was her mom So the comedian that got killed's girlfriend's mom was fucking the comedian to because she was the producer. So she tried to set him up so she would break up with him. Uh, Yeah, so this guy he figured that out. And then and she's like framed like the just like the two black guys that were in that he ended up chasing um from like that pawn shop. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Um but then that dude shows up at his apartment. The, the the one guy that they were chasing with his gun to give it back um and they just end up having a conversation and they're just like yeah you want to work for me i kind of liked it you just kind of don't take any shit from anybody and uh yeah we could just do some like off the books type of detective work he's like yeah all right fine fuck it <laughs> he pays him like he gives him um 
he, he's like, yeah, he gave him like 800 bucks for something. Oh, to fix his car. Um, the dude throws him like a, a grand because he had it from something. So and then he leaves and this other woman comes in. And through that conversation, he figures out that she was the dude that actually came by later and killed the comedian. It was this this crazy so, like, fucking thing. A bunch thing. of different people were trying to kill this guy because of either mistaken yeah. identity or some weird motive. Or crime of opportunity yeah. or things like that. And then, like, so she's basically, like, so he figures it out. She threatens him. And then that dude comes back and ends up fucking, like, stabbing the woman and saving Sid from being shot by this woman. It was just, it was a so, pretty yeah, wild so, like, end of an issue. Sid beat him up. Uh, the, the two brothers stole the wallet. Then the, the first guy, he, uh, like, beat him. He... Tried he to kind of beat him, him up and realized it wasn't him, right? Sid. He mm-hmm. tried to drown him, realized yeah. it wasn't the main character, and stopped yeah. and just that left him the there. And, wife, right? and then that was the husband okay. and, wife. and the wife. Yeah, actually, is the one who did the puncture wound. Yeah, I gotta get back on this book. This sounds. It fun. was a dude. This was like I'm like okay, so this guy was clearly an asshole, but I was like, oh, he was he was really good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a prick, um, but he's good at this job. <laughs> yeah, he was a good. Yeah, he was a really good detective. Like he understood. Like, he was like. Because he was like, I don't, you know, he's not a cop anymore. He's like, but like, you know, maybe there's some like, I think he put it as extra legal work. <laughs> I, I like the idea of a freelance detective. That's kind of like a dream job yeah. of mine. Sure. Of like yeah, not not up... really being tied to any kind of government entity, but like, you know, still and just doing, doing whatever the fuck you want, work. apparently. Yeah. And, yeah. To figure out you what's going on. You just want to get crazy. Yeah. We already established this. I just yeah, like I that it, it actually <laughs> ends with that. It ends with him opening up a business like that. And he hires the other guy. To be his partner. That's great. Yeah, I just love how he phrased it. Yeah, extra legal. I was like, "Mm, all right, cool. I see where you're going with this. (laughs) And Dick Tracy was a cop. He has a badge. (laughs) I thought he was a a private detective. No, he's a he's a police officer. But he dressed like a banana, so you couldn't. Yeah, he's just the he's just the guy from the Curious George books, (laughs) but with a badge. Did he ever have a name? Was he just the man with the yellow hat yeah. or yellow coat? That's what's on his driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> what if he doesn't have his yellow hat when he gets pulled over? Because it's yeah. too big for the car. He, get, he gets arrested. <laughs> for stealing his identity, obviously. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a prescription yellow hat. He has to... <laughs> it's actually just, it's just part of his head. Like, it's just fused on there. Yeah, it's like if I get pulled over and I'm not wearing glasses, the cop's going to ask me about it. You know, yeah, because it says right on there, it's like this dude should be fucking wearing glasses. Did you? Does your driver's license picture have you in a bandana too? No, I, 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 I wanted to, but like, it, it, I'd have to like complain and say it was for religious purposes, and oh yeah, not worth it. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't want to go all anyway. Pastafarian about it, and where? Yeah, but if 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 hulk hogan can testify in court in a bandana i should be able to wear a bandana my driver's <laughs> but to be fair though that's fucking hulk hogan <laughs> so i want to see him without that bandana so bad because i know his head probably looks so bald. weird it's probably just yeah, a hole <laughs> yeah it's just his brain sticking out the top of his head <laughs> anyway it's just a plastic dome now. <laughs> anyway, yep. He's a total recall character. <laughs> He's Bojo Jojo. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah. What else did we like? Um, I really like Strange Adventures number two. Um, I mean I'll... I liked Strange Adventures. As yeah, well. that, was, that was a good one. Um so the it's first, a weird one. Yeah, the first issue was Adam Strange 
kind of recalling, you know, he's he's putting out a book, um, wrote it. kind of a biography slash like, what? What are you, what are you laughing about? I asked I asked who wrote it oh. and who drew it before we get too far. Uh, fine, it's a uh, so Strange Adventures by <laughs> Tom King, Mr. Rods, and Evan Shaner or Evan Doc. And this is issue two. Issue two. I said two. Issue number yeah. two. I said two. Yeah, we got, I got that, that part, part right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I, I was writing the timestamps last week, and I was like, man, we didn't say the issue number on, like, any of these. Oh, well, okay. But, you know, if we miss it, if we miss the at least the issue number, you'll get it in the timestamps, so don't, don't, yeah, don't add yeah, us. Follow, follow us on social media, you know, there's no, pictures add us. of them. We need more, we, we need more, uh, we need more juice, so we come do. on, add us, Actually, let's do add it. us. Come at <laughs> yeah. me, bro. We'd love to hear from you guys. Wow. Fight, fight me, bro. I guess. <laughs> I, I can't believe I actually shouted out my Twitter handle last week. I was a little nervous, but then no one followed me because no one knows how to fucking spell it. So <laughs> wow. boom. Yeah, yeah and no one's why. listening, so it's yeah, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. People actually took interest, and they just couldn't find me. That's why. There, there's like sure. a horde of people. Like, damn it, I can't spell it right. Well, that's sure, Jan. And, yeah. <laughs> In in retaliation to that conversation, <laughs> I started a Twitter handle last night called Sue Donim. I noticed it was available. Uh, it was. Yeah, I had to put well, an not under, now. I had to put an underscore, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Still, like that's a, kind of impressive. Yeah, no, Sean's I was, jealous. I was really happy about it. It was good. Yeah, mine's just my initials and some numbers. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I've actually be been using that as a test record at work. Sue, There's running? actually a line of code with that name inside of That's it great. right now. That's fantastic. That I've been using. That's pretty good. Uh, That's a good Zach name. also like suggested um, Miss Andre, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I might switch it to that at some point if I get bored. Um, but anywho. If I get bored. <laughs> Strange Adventures number two. So in Strange Adventures number one, uh, however many months ago that it was, um, all of yeah, them. It was, it was all a the year months ago. ago. It was um, every month ago. <laughs> so, Adam Strange is is introduced as a a hero slash uh, autobiographer, and he's putting out his book <laughs> about his adventures on Ran, like as the the hero of Ran saving the day, all that good stuff. Um, we find out in the course of that his uh, daughter was was killed uh, in the course of the war on Ran, and during the book tour a disgruntled fan comes up to him and is like you're a murderer are you liar you then just starts berating him in the middle of like a barnes and noble or something uh that dude winds up dead from a laser beam so it's pretty which is very similar to the gun exactly that you know a lot of people yeah. have laser guns His in Nintendo dc Zapper. exactly your average joe with yeah. laser beam exactly Nintendo so Zapper. clearly if it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't adam strange it was somebody trying to frame adam strange but there is a motive obviously so um yeah. in the course of trying to investigate this this murder uh batman decides that he is not fit to uh to be an unbiased judge yeah an unbiased yeah. detective in the situation so he calls in mr terrific so mr fairplay mr fairplay so this issue is all from the perspective of mr terrific trying to decide if he's going to take the case and it's really interesting because like he's like i'm not sure on the exact like statistics i'm not going to check the wikipedia but i think mr terrific is the smartest person in the dcu right um he just um, seems to be perfect well he's the smartest like human. he's the smartest person in the world but 
I mean, there's other superheroes, so it's yeah. So he's up there. I keep yeah, thinking sure. about. I keep thinking that bald guy on Shark Tank when you say that. <laughs> like that's a different dude. I don't. I to don't me, know. he just reminds he, Mr. Wonderful. He just oh, okay. Yeah, Mr. That's Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> to me, he just reminds. He's like he's like uh he's crazy smart, but he's also just like. He's also just Captain America yeah. from a physical yeah, standpoint. Just, so it's like, uh, well, he doesn't have super soldier serum. Yeah. He doesn't have any super abilities, but he's an Olympic level athlete and he can. He's just fucking jacked. And he's, yeah, he's, he's just also like, like a surgeon and like. Yeah, he's just like everything. Yeah. I like the whole time that he's like, he's reading this biography, like his book and everything. And actually, not even re- just reading. It's literally the entire issue. It's like his little. T sphere. T tea- spheres. Thank you. <laughs> I remember. I almost remembered it from JSA. Um, are asking him trivia yeah, questions. That was, yeah, he like, just, he's constantly answering Jeopardy questions. Yeah. Like, all yeah. day. So, but not even, even when he's reading a book. Yeah, they're so obscure. I couldn't they're imagine. So, they're, they're like, yeah, all the yeah. questions are like just the most obscure things in the world. My, uh, I mean, that was like my favorite part of the issue, but one of the best things is like some of the questions aren't even in English. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he answers not in English as well. From a book and he'll have to say what it's from. Yep. Which was and he, obviously, because he's just crazy smart, he knows he knows everything. Yeah. Apparently, it's just it's just like an Alexa constantly reading Trivial Pursuit cards to him yeah. all day. Um, <laughs> but there are the, it gets a little dark. So in the course of trying to trying sure to does. decide, shockingly, <laughs> this book by Tom King gets dark. Um, in the course of trying to decide if he should do it or not, he's like talking with the T spheres of like you know like why why would so. so he, he's basically saying like this guy is the epitome of the hero like he's got the the white and the red suit he's got the smiling face he's on all the kids lunch boxes they never put me on a lunchbox and he never says be- it's because he's black but that's the implication that i got is that he just doesn't have the like quintessential the white appeal. guy american hero that everyone loves to see mm-hmm. um he just doesn't look this kind of dope, he jacket, does have a dope jacket um but he, he so he's kind of trying to contemplate that even if he comes to a solution, will anybody want to hear it? Like if it is the truth right. and if the truth is Adam Strange is guilty, will they believe it coming from him? And the T-Spheres are like, but, you know, if it's the truth, what what does it matter? Like that There's a, the truth is above all. And he's like, no, it'll it will. It'll matter. Like, you know, and so there is such a strange disconnect for me for that, because I understand the concept. And the concept works, but in in reality, you're talking about Adam Strange, who in DC, no one knows. Yeah, like it's, it would make more sense could, if like he was Superman's talking about the Superman. one that's on yeah. all the lunchboxes. Exactly, not yeah, Adam Strange. Yeah. No one knows who he is. <laughs> but through the course of this, he like something clicks, and like he's like he kind of figures out that he writes about his daughter being dead, Adam Strange, and he's like his daughter's not dead. Yeah. So he figured something yeah, out. He's he, like. You figure that out from like reading the the page Book over, yeah, yeah. Reading like uh like the 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 almost the um, the dedication or something. The right? dedication yeah. is like wait, so something's strange. up. Yeah. So like he figured <laughs> something else strange. out. So he's like nice. So if he's like if this is a lie, what else is a lie? Yeah. Like exactly. Could he just be? Could this book just be completely and full now, of shit? And now it kind of feels like that he wants to do it to just nail him. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, exactly. He's, he's not um, what he seems at all. Oh, I'm reading was... this quote. So so. It's, yeah, yeah there Batman was wanted part, to do it. There was another part that was at the super very dark before that. Oh, yeah. Where he was like, so so the, the T-Sphere's been asking him trivia questions, and he's just like <sighs> nailing every single one, like, over and over and over again. And he's like, ask me something I don't know. 
And T-Sphere is like, you know everything. Anything that you want to know, you know. So, like, what can I ask you? And he's like, figure it out. Ask me something I don't know. And it's like, calculating, calculating, calculating. What was the sex of the unborn child who died with your wife? Like, Jesus, T-Sphere! <laughs> God damn! Oh, Lord. It's like, you know, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck you, T-Sphere. Get the hell out of here. Lord. <laughs> he does that. Yeah. So, um, it's it almost felt like he did it like it's almost motivational. Like it's like I don't know the answer to this Adam Strange thing, so I'm gonna go find the answer because I need to know it. Like that's kind of how I read it. Totally. Also, super super dark, but like it because right after that is him like, "Yep, I'll do it." Yeah, like, I'll take uh, the job. And agreeing. Yeah, I'll because t- that's and, the then, and then they reveal you know that he that he knew that he was lying. So yeah, and the, yeah. The very next page is uh. Him introducing himself to Adam Strange. He's like, "Hi, my mm-hmm. name's Michael. I've read your book. I have a few questions." So, uh, yeah, that's and he's and he's like, "Oh, you know, if you read the book, you've known that I've been through. You know, I've I've suffered quite a bit, and you know, we, I'm happy to like help you with your and, investigation. Uh, Where should we get started?" And he's like, "You liar." And it's an up close <laughs> shot of Adam Strange's family picture, and it's turned down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Really cool. Something's so, Mr. going Truth, on there. Yeah. Something's up here. Um, someone's full of shit. And not sure who it probably is probably adam strange if i had to guess yeah I, i'm what i'm gonna guess is that like his daughter is alive there's a good reason to keep her hidden but it probably mm-hmm. also involves war crimes. you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> everything involves war crimes exactly yeah i feel like yeah I had a happy meal yesterday war crimes <laughs> well well especially the, yeah especially well, it, happy meal right is it now. just because you got the same toy the sixth or seventh time in a row yeah that's a war crime now no, he got the uh, he got the ketchup candle. He really needed mustard. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> to complete the spell. Oh god! Oh, I still some deep callbacks. I yeah, still kind of want one of those. I I want to light all of them and see if it smells like a McDonald's hamburger. You're gonna vomit, is what it's gonna smell. Oh, 100. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just no gonna summon the that. grimace. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. what <happens>. <laughs> <laughs> the grimace, like the the grimace that all grimaces try to be. Mister Grimace. Hi, yeah, they call me Mr. Grimace. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but strange event, I'm glad, like, it's another one of those books it took me a second to, like, spin up on, because I'm like, oh, right, it's been four months since I, just, I read this book, so I need to, like, kind of catch myself up in my brain a little bit, yeah. but I'm so glad I think this, this is going to be a cool Terrific. one. I love Mr. Terrific so much. He's the best, yeah, yeah, I can't wait I for didn't some know. really good Mr. Terrific stuff. Yeah, I didn't know who he was until uh, RJ had me read a shitload of Jeff Johns JSA, and yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> I was just, I was just super lost in this issue, and I think it's, I think it's mostly because of the gap. Yeah, and the fact that like the the two issues exist sort of parallel in time kind of fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, the there's first, definitely an overlap. Yeah, for sure. this one takes place like probably about in the middle of issue one going forward. So it's yeah, there's it's all like telling the same story, but from Mr. Trevick's perspective instead of Adam's changes. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, a little confusing. Yeah, it, but yeah, I definitely had that same moment when I started. I was like, when the when Where does this book? Okay, yeah. when does okay? All right, I'm figuring like, it out. When did I start reading an X Men book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there weren't any of those this week. Uh, I just right. like X Men as. Anything confusing? It's like, when is yeah, this, where did this X-Men book to? come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a long Yeah, that's what I call confusing history. books. Yeah. <laughs> X-Men books. Get this X-Men out of here. Yeah, they deserve that title. Oh, they, they, they worked a long time over many years to be called the default confusing book. 
Uh, well, speaking of books that were kind of confusing to read, um, I'd like to talk about TMNT Power Rangers <laughs> by Ryan Parrott and Walter Biamonte. And Simone DiMeo. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, shout out the colorist first, <laughs> because the colors in this are fucking bananas. Yeah, we've, I think we've talked about the colors more than anything in this book over the last couple months <laughs> so what's cool is we got kaiju bebop and rocksteady who what did i call them off night big oh my God. big bop and huge steady yeah <laughs> i almost left <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so that that's something i've always wanted but i've always wanted it for more than like a page ah, yeah, yeah and small and yeah. in small panels it was yeah ups- like this this book wrapped itself up really quick that's probably my only complaint is it definitely if it had one more issue we would probably be absolutely gushing yeah, over this book. i feel like yeah. kaiju bebop from rocksteady deserves its own issue not its own page like i mean it, it, it deserves it, its own book they came in halfway through <laughs> yeah. the last issue it does deserve like they book. were like they were like the last two pages was oh my god it's fucking kaiju bebop and yeah. rocksteady and that's kind of where they ended it and i was like oh man like fuck yes then and the, then this one we're like and then blah, 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 it's over it's like all right yeah well. like you had like the turtles in the fucking megazord awesome but then you had the other big reveal of the, what the power rangers were trying to do in between which was they created a a giant metalhead yeah a tur- which turtle which was Zord, right dope mm-hmm. and then and then metalhead combined with the megazord and they became a giant turtle zord to Should fight bebop rocksteady turtle and the dra- to fight Bebop, Rocksteady, and the Dragon Zord, which again, and the Dragon Zord was being controlled by Shredder, who has the 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 flute because he's still which, the Green Ranger. Yeah, that's which too is, much. That's too much. It's, well, no, it's a it wouldn't have been, but it, it would happen in issue. it happened in about four pages. Yeah. yeah, it's it's ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. It was <laughs> rapid <laughs> fire. I didn't have a chance to let like the idea of the turtles and a Megazord fighting Bebop and Rocksteady and Shredder. And like, the Technodrome. Because I may have done that very thing oh, with toys as a child. Yeah. Like, that may have happened. Like, literally, like I may have done the that. Sandbox. Yeah, the sandbox. Yeah, this is just me sitting in a living room, smashing action figures together yeah. for 16 pages. And, and we didn't get the chance to really, like, marinate with that. Because, like, as soon as it started, just like that, yeah, they're, like, like, off to the next part. If It, it, it should have either been a six-issue series, or they should have gotten to the turtles in the in the megazord way earlier yeah i agree yeah because you know what's going there like why yeah. why yeah, leave it to, why leave it to the last issue if you know that's the conclusion like, and like that that was my problem with the 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 new power rangers movie that came out recently was it was like 80 minutes into that movie and they still hadn't become Power Rangers yet. I'm like, oh, why yeah. am I still watching? What That's, is this that, movie? Yeah, that like, was my problem with the Godzilla movie, the the King of Monsters. It's like, okay, King Kong came out like, what, three years ago? And you're just like, hey, five minutes into the movie, here's King Kong. Here's a giant like li- a lizard and here's a giant uh, wildebeest and here's a giant <laughs> everything spider and everything is giant and trying to kill you and it rules. And then the Godzilla <laughs> movie is like, hey, do you like... Uh, do you like uh, Ghidorah? Cool. Here it is for three seconds, and then you have to wait your ass for two and a half more hours before you get to yeah, see and, Ghidorah and, again. Yeah, you have to sit through these. This couple just the worst. psychologically abusing their child. God, for... everyone in that movie is unlikable. Like just the worst parents in the world. God, so stupid. <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> I, well, I mean, uh, I, I liked it. It, it okay. was. It had the pace of a Godzilla movie. Godzilla movies. 
are like they're historically known for like having 20 minutes of monster footage. Yeah, but that doesn't like, mean I want that, nor do I want to watch characters I don't like. That's really what it is. Yeah. Like, th- th- that's what it was for me. Waste like, waste my the Brian, time. Make it like the Brian Cranston Godzilla movie was. Uh, it it was still better not if enough. Brian Cranston didn't die. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> the first it, there was still not enough monster in that movie, Definitely but it was not. still a much better movie. I, I cared I about know. Brian I just, Cranston and then he died. I'm like, oh, cool. His his soulless son just has to carry this movie now and it's the worst. Soulless son. <laughs> yeah, kick ass in, in military gear. Yeah. Mm. Bad Quicksilver. Yes. Damn. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, not to say, not to attach too many bad feelings to this book. I, I do love this series. The- um, I, I would recommend picking up the trade. It's just the ending is kind of, it's, it's too quick. It, yeah. It's, it's not even that it fizzles out. It's that it explodes prematurely. Right. Like it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's like when the, <laughs> it's like the, when the firework show sets off all of them at once. Yeah. It's, <laughs> That's it's what not, it felt like. it's not like nothing happened in this book. It's that yeah. way too many things happened in this last issue. Yeah. Yeah. All of the fireworks went off prematurely <laughs> and it was just over and then we and, you mean, had to go home like that sort of thing. And, died. <laughs> yeah. but, and there were great there was a that great fight scene oh yeah i mean it's it's a quick moving fight scene but man is it it's fun i mean this book is yeah, really good at like portraying movement like it's like it's everything's yeah. moving constantly there's no there's no minute to breathe in this book but yeah it definitely i, the end I just wanted a two-page book. spread of bebop rocksteady fighting mega turtle sword like that's what i yeah, like that's I was, all i wanted i was looking for that to post on social media and i'm like man i guess that yeah. just doesn't exist in this book huh like that's, i know that's yeah, I, like, I tried taking yeah. a picture of it but it was so zoomed in that it was out of focus because yeah. it's in it's a panel yeah um i'll, I'll try to grab a, a screen grab of some of the the action in issue three issue or issue four issue four was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was but and and it it led into this issue being like okay like this is it. This, this could be is awesome. It. And then it was, but it was just like, man, all it was, fucking all at once. <laughs> it was all of it and more. Yeah. But. That's yeah. That's probably my only. There, it needed. I think like if I had one more issue, it'd be this yeah, would be the best. Just, it would be the it, best if they could have spread this the the story of this last issue mm-hmm. into two issues and kind of let it breathe a little bit. It would have been mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Well, what are you get I still enjoyed it for sure. Yeah, it's still a fu- it was a fun ride. Yeah, it's been, for sure. Yeah, but <laughs> and I can't say enough about the art. The art is perfect. The art is yeah. just perfect. It was great. Heck yeah, yeah. RJ, what you got? Uh, you have a, a man among ye number one. Pirate number one. Some, got... some lady pirates. Yeah, lady pirates, eh? Well, one lady pirate among. So other it's pirates. uh. Written by Stephanie Phillips and the arts Gra- uh, Craig Cermak. Um, so it's a comic version of Anne Bonnie and um, her adventures. So it's really cool. Um, I I guess I... Wait, so this is not... a real person? I don't think I knew yeah. that. I didn't know that. You didn't know about oh. her? No. Um, I didn't know it. Her That's and cool. Mary Reed were uh, Calico Jack's uh like first mates or whatever okay so he he 
I also didn't know Calico Jack was a real person because uh, I just knew it was like a restaurant in my hometown that was called Calico Jacks. Otherwise, I would not have known what Calico Jacks was. I, I, f- I feel like I feel like pirate lore. Is, it, there's like this blurry line between people who actually existed and stuff I remember from theme park rides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what makes them so cool. From family friendly um, bars and restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> and it, which uh, the writer's actually from Tampa, Florida, so she was. Oh, really? That makes how sense. obsessed they are with pirates. Maybe, maybe she also went to Calico Jacks. They had really good uh, crawdads, so sure, why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, but that's what makes pirates so interesting is that they're like yeah. almost almost half myth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like when you find out that dinosaurs were real at one point, you're like, no. It's like it's <laughs> kind of the same pirate. with pirates. Like like pirates don't exist. It's like well, actually, I feel well, like with pirates and like. Like there's like that whole like you know fishing stories. It's like part half of it's just the embellishment. So like that's I feel like that's just tenfold with pirate stories. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like pro wrestling in that sense. It's like yeah, what's real and what's not anymore when you really talk about the history. More, yeah, it's more about the myth. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. one of my favorite historical figures ever is Ching Shi, who was a Chinese pirate. Yeah, she was a. I know like, about her. She's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, she got like elevated to. Pirate captain took over a whole fleet and then just kept the the British at bay for like forever. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I want her comic book. I mean, like Anne Bonnie's cool too, but I want I want that comic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll team up like a Lady Pirate Avengers. Ooh, well, I'd watch Anne that. Bonnie yeah. Houses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this this book was was fun. Uh, it's definitely a setup issue. Yeah, like um, I, it didn't. Mm. I was really hoping it would grab me really strong, but I was like, no, I'm I'm hooked, but not like nearly as much as I would be. Um, yeah, it's basically they commandeer a, a British vessel and like, uh, just b- burn it to the ground and raise everything and just kill everyone. Uh, but then they yeah. accident they accidentally get one stowaway who was like on the like they clearly jumped over instead of uh, you know, burning to death or drowning. Um. And then it turns out that stowaway is a lady pretending to be a dude. So there's there's some uh, multiple layers of. Uh, well, maybe ladies. that's who Mary Reed is because maybe Calico Jack has a second female uh, pirate with him. So maybe cool. But I don't know. She's pretty young, <laughs> so I don't know the, the ages of everyone. Well, maybe this is her origin story. It might be. But yeah, basically, this is actually basically, a Mary like, Reed book, not a. <laughs> yeah and bonnie is like constantly trying to like just fight the crew uh for either because it's fun or because they're challenging her position because like at one point the uh one of the crewmates is just like sorry to interrupt while you're consorting with the lady you know like like while you're you're playing around with your girlfriend she's like hold on <laughs> oh what'd you say to me and then you know he has, he's got to like hold him <laughs> apart uh and then later on, the crew is all going down to like screw around with their stowaway because they've like put him in the brig, and they're like, "Oh, what if we all six of us fight the stowaway at once?" And the, the like very small child is like, "Um, all of you <laughs> like at once though." And uh, <laughs> and Bonnie interrupts and she's like, "You guys didn't tell me you were fighting. I I love fighting. Come on." Uh, yeah, at least ninjas show up and fight you one at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's reports of uh. And Bonnie constantly um, showing her tits to enemies, though, before she dies, so she knows she died. They died by a woman. So I'm wondering <laughs> if we get some Emma Frost action. 
That's so that is, good. That's yeah, true. That is just going to, as as Casey puts it, dump them out. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Dump, gotta dump them out just so they know. <laughs> Heavy <out>. artillery. <laughs> Break out the big oh, guns. That might be one of the that might be one of the best expressions I've ever heard. <laughs> just dump them out. Uh, God, I hope that doesn't become a catchphrase on the show. <laughs> I I'm gonna do my best to make it one. <laughs> that's gonna be our next t-shirt we are definitely a titty-centric show if but the last be... few episodes are say anything so we'll we'll print it upside down on the inside of the shirt yes that's where you do it this guy's got ideas it's just short out. boxes of comics that fall out <laughs> it's all of my beach comics so there'll be sand involved oh. there's there it may contain sand no thank you Warning, may contain well, it's like sand. a pirate <laughs> yeah it's perfect <laughs> yeah there you Full go circle. you brought it back yeah. around good job uh yeah i like that book a lot that was a good one it's a, it's it's great. a good start i'm excited i mean yeah. i love pirates so yeah up for pirates any cool. fantasy genre <laughs> well speaking speaking of fantasy genre uh oh boy ludocrats number two. Oh, is that what you would call this is i this don't know i, I you wouldn't call go. it reality that's for sure <laughs> i wish um we're far too boring. We'd all be dead. Yeah, yeah, right. dude. I would. I would be massacred in this world. <laughs> speak for yourself. I would be I'm nailed to a cross. All. You're the guy this that world got married. Seems exhausting. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself, though. I am not boring. Um, yeah, no, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Uh, so it was written written by Kieran Gillen and uh, drawn by Jim Rossingall. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we talked about the first issue. Uh, that was, I think, our first issue back from uh, you know all of this and like this the subtitle on this is heroic acts of viscera diving and giant giant tapede stimulation which is completely accurate so we last we last had the first issue with the steam judge the steely pelvis um lady that our hero is going to with a caboose yes she has a caboose. To match that caboose. Uh, wait is it is it giant or is it gigantipede because i was I reading know. it as gigantipede well you were also saying it's like a, a centipede a millipede and then there's a gigantipede i don't know i read it as giantipede i i, I kind of like giga I, I think i think i, well, like I don't think there's a second g gigantipede no there is a second g it is gigantipede oh there you go or Gigantipede. Or Gigantipede. Yeah, I, I read Gigantipede. Yeah, that's what I was reading it. But, you know, who's to say who's right? Here, this book is absurd. Dylan. So, so yours is, yeah. Well, he's, you know, isn't he, um, he probably says it Gigantipede. I don't know. Yeah, because Gigantipede British, right? is the boring way to say it. You guys, <laughs> that too. Uh, wow. Right. <laughs> we have to say everything the not boring way. Just throw yeah, extra Casey called me out on saying uh, Wendigo incorrectly Wendigo. recently. When Wendigo. Oh, Wendigo. I thought it was Wendigo. <laughs> Pinky's out, Wendigo. <laughs> what? You gotta eat your human flesh with your pinky out. Got, hey, man. got to. You do when you're a Wendigo. A Wendigo's just eat. Wendigos, they eat with their pinkies out. Yeah, a Wendigo is a big foot with a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> Wendigo sounds like a failed band. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Totally. Um... But yeah, so Von Von Superton, <laughs> Otto Von Superton is the the main character, and he's uh, trying to rescue this woman that he just met because he wants to have sex with her, and she's a steam because train. she's because she's got that caboose. She's got that caboose. Um, mm-hmm. but she's been she's been kidnapped by boring people and imprisoned in a uh gigantipede. In, 
imprisoned, we'll put in quotes. Oh, spoilers. You know, I'm getting to it. Um, so they come up with this elaborate plan, and basically, though, it, it does that heist thing where it explains the plot while the plot is happening. You know, like the, the, which is great because I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine them going through the heist and then doing it because then I've just, just I don't even know what this thread. book would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but basically, like if it if you try to go in through the mouth of the gigantipede, gigantipede, um, it'll it'll crush you to death. <laughs> Uh, the anus is a black hole. Um, it's it's a it's a because of course it is. Yeah, it is it is a singularity. Dude, same. Um, <laughs> so they figure out a, a way to to do it, which is just completely absurd, as is everything else in the book. And they like come up with a jaunty tune because all the all the workers in the prison are zombies. So they come up with a with a, a serial jingle for brains. And then they use I the, love how I love you trying to explain yeah. this like it's a normal thing. I'm just like trying really book. hard, guys. I, 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 love I it. read this and went, "How do you explain to someone else what this book is about?" It's like, absurd. That's what I do for a living. Hey, do you want to read this book? Got, this is the dumb shit that happened in it. But this is just so <laughs> bananas. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just tell them they get ejaculated by a caterpillar. Well, usually. I was getting to it. It's the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 just like the, the two sentence elevator pitch of this issue doesn't. It, it's like I'm not fucking reading that. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, if you're boring. Well, that, so is right. sex criminals. The two two sentence elevator pitch for sex criminals is fucking stupid, but that's one of the greatest books ever written. Like, come on. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so they so they come up with a with a jingle that gets stuck in the head of the zombies. Then they like teleport through their brainwaves or something and they pop sure yeah they pop into the 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 inside and then they like put in a parasite that like satiates its hunger so it like expands until the the worm opens his mouth he opens his mouth then Then they they jump in in. and then they get because the the steam train is caught in a egg that they can't break open so they just take Um. the egg and then they put it in the worm's dick hole and then they tickle mm-hmm. the prostate to get it to come. Like a, yeah, and well, they get it just, to vibrate. And, it, and then they just explode out, yeah. out of its dick hole. And that's mm-hmm. the plot of the book. The and then the monster end. that they put in there eats it. <laughs> and then the other thing is you find out that she was not in prison. She was under house arrest. That was her, that was her house. house. That was just her house. So, and they've so just they destroyed they her, house. her house. They yeah. get splooged out of a kaiju bug. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking got it in one. Adam is just the doctor <laughs> in this issue. Just drinking coffee while they're doing the pole plan. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, what they call the the um. Oh God, they they had a name for the uh, exposition, like Doctor Professor Exposition. <laughs> Professor. Oh, oh yeah, God, they're like, we don't right, have time yeah. to go into the anatomy of the bug or whatever. He's like, but I do. Yeah. And he, like, Professor Exposition and then, does. And then at the oh. end, is an overly detailed analysis of everything. Oh, I also really yeah. like. So then they they take out uh, uh Grady out of it, and oh, uh, uh, I think th- you're about <laughs> to say what I was going to say. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, you know, like we have to understand what's going on, and like. You know, like, can you elaborate on what's going on? And then the steam judge is like, uh, no, you come to my home and you just you destroy my home and then you demand answers. No, you're going to have to torture me if you want the answers. And then like Hades, the chick is just like, well, that's a line that I will not cross. And she's like, torture me. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, uh, uh, step step back. A highly consensual interrogation will follow. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so the next issue is is 
the next issue is consensual torture so that's fun (laughs) (laughs) it's just adhd in a book well form to to name drop some more um so brian's friend my my co-worker brian his friend uh came to the shop and she is friends with kieran gillen uh to the point that they're in a DD campaign together so that's awesome yeah and she was saying because some like brian was in the course of recommending this to a customer while she was standing there and she's like oh my god that book if you only knew him it's so much funnier evidently it's all just inside jokes that they have together like little oh, peppered Jesus. in through so it's, it's probably it, just it, a it sort of feels that way it's probably just a D campaign that got way out of hand that he's like you know what screw it this is a book now uh, you know, I, I I had that thought. I I'm I'm currently working on an RPG campaign for um, it's kind of a special secret project that you guys are going to get soon. But um, I had that thought. I was like, I wonder if anyone's like used D and D as a tool oh, to like write a movie or write oh, a book. A hundred percent. That yeah, they had to have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what this is. At least to some degree. Yeah. Like Karen Gillan wrote Die. Yeah. So well, yeah. definitely <laughs> did. Yeah. It's just it, it's a stupid question, but you know, it'd be interesting. But it'd like, be an interesting Dungeons way Dragons to... was like inspired by like miniature games and stuff. Like they wanted to create like stories for war games. Right. Stuff. Like it's all Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun and stupid. I don't know what this book is. It's fun and stupid. Perfect. It is. It's Fucking definitely those it. two things. It is fun and is a little stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I love how like every time they make a mistake, they do that thing where like Von Supertan, who's this like really big, loud, like like aggressive character, every time he messes up, he gets like really quiet and he does that like anime thing where like his fingers disappear and his oh, eyes yeah. get turned into little dots and he's like, oh no, <laughs> I don't, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> like Oopsie. like the the visual art is is half of the joke in most of these panels uh yeah yeah it, it works sure. very well this book could have been terrible with any other artist it's a very similar like matt fraction and steve lee were doing um jimmy olsen kind of a vibe where like yeah the mesh yeah, of art and and story goes very well and just creates mm-hmm. this whole humor that wouldn't exist without you know that so, yeah for sure yeah. So what else we got I know. Do we want to talk about the big book of the week briefly? Are you talking you know, about the big book? The big the book. The big book. The, the oh. big book. Sure. I mean, I don't. We should at least shout it out, right? I guess. I mean, it 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 took up like seventy percent of your wall real estate at the shop. That is true. There so were so many covers. We're talking of this about book. uh Dark Knight's Death Metal number one, the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, uh that no one asked for, or everyone asked for, I guess, just not me. Um, I, it's by uh yeah it's by Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, and uh it was a it was a big old mess. Here's the thing about that book. <laughs> it was not our thing. Here's the we'll thing about that. Yeah, book. yeah here's the thing about that. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to talk crap. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum here. Um, but it's not my yum <laughs> in any way. Rephrase that. That's not a. That's. I'm not trying to kink shame anyone's comic book purchases. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> yuck in my yum. Mm. Yeah, maybe reading bad comics is my kink. Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, yeah, we were talking yeah, about this, it. This comic was definitely not for me, yeah. for sure. Um, it, it, neither was metal, and you know, I I read that out of an obligation True. to you know work at my job because it's like the biggest thing that ever happened. So I have to like tell people 
about it whether i liked it or not um but yeah yeah it's this thing where like i I think rj put it perfectly where it was like the story is trying really hard to like bind together all these different elements of the dcu in really cool ways but then it just tries to insert bad humor and like puns and like just dumb shit that doesn't belong like sergeant rock talks about turds for the entire first page and like yeah i don't know what that what what there's no reason there's no reason for that like it's not even literally the first page and i was like what oh god what am i like what did i just get myself into and like (laughs) yeah it was weird yeah even like uh the the batman who laughs is like aren't you sick of me by now and i'm like yeah no dude i am though like 100 100 definitely am uh but there's a bat dinosaur robot so there is a bat yeah right Let's there just go. break a that down. Bat a bat dinosaur, dinosaur robot. robot. Yes. Yes. It's all a three. Robot. All the allowed. There's, there's an alternate. Yeah. There's an alternate universe where Batman is dying and he puts his consciousness into the the dinosaur, the T Rex that's in the Batcave. No, it's a robot. Th- yeah. That, that, that's that's like on the lines of yes, I wanted a Transformers Ecto One, but no, I'm not reading Transformers <laughs> Ghostbusters crossovers. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's it's like a crossover with everything because like they did that they have Wonder Woman they have the fucking whole Wally West Doctor Manhattan thing. Oh, there's they gonna have be a Doctor Manhattan who um, laughs, uh, and I am going to blow my own brains out. They got the Darkest Night like <laughs> uh, Black Lanterns and shit. <laughs> What's that, RJ? Doctor Manhattan doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, does he though? I bet he comes him. back. They show him in there. So no, his power is now his power is his in power Wally is West. But there's now... a panel where they show Doctor Manhattan. It's like shadow, but you can just see the. The, the symbol on his forehead. Well, they're talking about him. Well, that's no, Wally, did, isn't it? No, I'm because oh, Wally no. is Wally's in the pits, and then while Wally's in the pits with Wonder Woman, they they there's a the Batman who laughs is like yeah, but we have our own thing, and then they open a door, and it's just a shadowy figure that looks like Doctor Manhattan with the symbol glowing on the forehead, and that's all you can see. So maybe that's the does he have, does he have a an awkward little penis that also laughs. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan who laughs, but Doctor Manhattan's dick who laughs. Yeah, there was just like a lot in, in here. Like, <laughs> it just they just grabbed every fucking character and like just mashed it all into one. It just it was too. It's, it's too to much. Fixing DC. That's well, why it's everything. This is. I know, but like, why do I need every years. single one of these in the first issue? Like, this is a lot. Also, this is really how they're fixing DC. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's like way to fix something by fucking it up worse by like it's just like it's like this they is literally needed? they literally turn well if you I mean if you remember they they literally turn the crises into um <sighs> Perpetua being upset right. and like trying to break free because Perpetua is the the mother of the people who created DC. Yeah. Um, so they, they, she wanted too much power. So they trapped her into the source wall, which is like the wall that contains the, the DC. And so she was stuck there basically throughout all of DC's inception. So every time a crisis happened is her actually trying to break free. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool concept. That's a total Grant Morrison thing. But now, but now they're trying to do all of the crises to fight that with anti-crises. Yeah, they're and trying I'm to make just, an anti-crisis to negate like, all the bad energy. Uh, but yeah, so Casey, I think I totally skipped this panel, but like they go back and press that like the very clearly button from Watchmen. Yeah. It's just not a. It's a. 
but it, it's saying the, the history eraser button <laughs> it's time to initiate his true plan prepare the body of the final bruce wayne and that's when they show what you're talking about so it's a potentially it's a, a dr batman bruce wayne that's manhattan a bruce wayne uh, the batman that's a fucking dr. Manhattan. it's dr batman holy <laughs> shit there it is it. fuck it well done rj it. fuck that is it fuck. dr bat oh that's How so dare good you? <laughs> that's 100 percent. how fucking dare you <laughs> <laughs> if that happens i quit every everything dr Manhattan. Like... dr Manhattan. that's what it is oh that's what God. it fucking is oh fuck yeah well me. i mean the whole like the the it's dr the... Manhattan who laughs every everyone is a batman <sighs> so yeah like i don't that's like the thing like i understand like they got the multiverse and they're doing all that stuff and they're trying to fix and go back but like if this is a big event like maybe like ease the throttle a little bit like no, you I gave think that's me. The point no, see the, to, like, the thing is this full throttle, and that's why it's metal. This or isn't the whatever. build up to an event. I mean, it is, but it's this the continuation the of three years worth of work, or however long, or even longer, yeah. because he so, tried to say that this is his end cap to his New Fifty Two run on Batman. So he's like, no, this is the last thing I'm doing with Batman ever. No, but seriously, this is the last thing I'm doing with Batman. But seriously, no, this, <laughs> but like for real this time, and it's like. Yeah, dude, we get it. You want to keep writing? Just keep writing it. Don't pretend like it's the end all be all thing and like just keep writing. It's fine. Like it's more annoying that you keep saying this is the last show and then you keep playing another show. You know what I mean? Like Bane. Maybe there's going to be a nice turn. Maybe we'll get some cool shit in here. What um, is he? Kiss? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, well, fits the theme. <laughs> yeah. What is he? The Rolling Stones? <laughs> we got Lobo in here and fucking Ugh. the Black Lanterns and Jonah Hex. Like, like. Literally just throwing everything against the wall yeah. and putting them in this book right now. But I will say, I think this is a good transition into a book that was actually metal as hell. Our top story, one of our top stories, Wonder oh, Woman yes. Dead Earth, number three. Uh, and I've been comparing it as, uh, so if Dark Knight's death metal thinks it's the most metal thing in the world, it's like the five-finger death punch of, of metal. And Wonder <laughs> Woman Dead Earth actually accomplishes it and doesn't try to act like it is and it's like the slayer of metal <laughs> like it's like it actually not to he, alienate any fans of five finger death yeah no that's absolutely great but he, i i have some bad news for you if you think that it's the epitome of metal like that's that's really <laughs> like i'm not maligning them in any way possible but they're also not the heaviest band that oh. exists you know what i mean also like, the lead singer of that band sucks oh is he a piece of shit i am maligning you i'm maligning huge those, piece of I'm shit i'm maligning those fans now all right good <laughs> I don't have to feel oh wait are they are they one of those problematic he is more boys? than once beaten and attacked his wife while he, she was sleeping damn why right, he was so sleeping yeah, so like maybe, that doesn't even yeah it's like extra and, like, tried to, like, beat like beat the living shit out of her like wow. he is not a good not a good dude okay right. enough about five finger death punch sure. <laughs> yeah all right i t- i so. i take back what i said fuck that band um <laughs> yeah that's a that's a group of folks i don't mind alienating yeah <laughs> um but yeah circling back this book is yeah. dope so Wonder and Woman, it's big Wonder Woman and Dead it's Earth huge by daniel warren johnson and i love it we i think we talked about a reissue um basically it's the it's the apocalypse and uh did we talk about issue two i don't remember we may not have i don't i honestly don't remember when two even came out i think we did i don't know yeah right um but anyway this has been yeah this is my favorite giant size so far for sure 100 i mean they take advantage of the real estate in this book i really do yeah it's like the one like oversized magazine size book that feels like it should be oversized like like 
Har- Harleen was great, and like Joker Killer Smile was great, but this one really takes all of the space to tell the story. Yeah, Killer Smile did it a little bit. Yeah, I think certain pages with the with the art, but like this one is throughout the whole the whole thing. It feels that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so basically, the plot is uh, Wonder Woman wakes up like hundreds and hundreds of years in the future, and the, it's scorched earth. It's a, like post apocalyptic. Humans are almost extinct, and there's these like crazy kaiju monsters that are trying to kill them. Turns out the crazy yeah this issue we find out why well partially we we found out that the crazy kaiju monsters monsters were Amazons in the last issue yes now we find out yep. why so it turns out humankind ha- had been warned by the Themyscarans by the Amazons that uh, global warming was destroying the planet and that they need to stop and cut that shit but uh, they didn't they didn't <laughs> cut that shit typically like humans do and. Um, Wonder Woman, or the, the, the Amazons basically went to war with humans. So full on full war, on war, yeah. So then the humans launched nukes at the Mascara, and Wonder Woman destroyed every single one but one. Well, I and... missed a lot on the Inconvenient Truth trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think the cool reveal there was, well, and we'll get into it, like, uh, her mom, like, took the bracers yes. off and like unleashed yeah, because, her power to try all, to stop all these nukes. Every single nuke was coming at the mascara at once and they're, they're like nobody could stop that and then Dr. Manhattan. The, yeah yeah except, except Dr. Manhattan. Fuck. Um, but no but then she takes the bracelets God out and she's unleashed like full power. Which apparently were like power damper things and yeah. she was just like yeah and then as a result of that she goes fuck and she, she goes, just goes straight like, up super yeah, saiyan. Yeah I was saying she goes, goes super saiyan. Um, and just go, like starts wreaking havoc on the planet. Yep. Well, specifically, yeah. So yeah. so she destroys all the nukes, which everyone thought that the, they, they keep referring to the thing that their ancestors called the Great Fire, which like destroyed everything. And everyone thought which you thought would be the, the nukes. nukes, but it turns out it wasn't. Yeah. She destroyed all of them but one, and the one destroyed the mascara. Then Superman comes to her and is like, "Oh my god, I didn't know they were gonna do that. I'm so sorry." Dude. And she beats the she. Fuck out of him. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Does. Like, it wasn't even close. Superman's like, oh, we're fighting? And she's like, yeah, we're fucking fighting, <laughs> and I'm gonna win. <laughs> like, this, like, yeah. She, like, impales They always him talk about, like, kryptonite? Superman never, like, you know, like, yeah, they always talk about, like, Superman, like, never punches people. Like, he, he could never use his full power. And this was, like, the opposite, but with, like, he did, but also Wonder Woman did the same thing and just beat the shit. Yeah, she, it was she awesome. won no contest. And, uh, and they were the great fire. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, they were going. They were cleaned his clock, dude. Through yeah, so every like, major punch- city, she cleaned his clock. Yeah, like, so they were actually the ones that ended up destroying the world. Yes. Uh, yeah, and RJ, yeah, you mentioned like with the cri- the kryptonite at the end. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, she just Shit barrels awesome. a fucking hole through his chest because she she fights him all the way to the fortress of solitude the fortress and then of just solitude, like yeah. snaps off a bunch of crystals and just like shoves both of her fists through his chest like dude oh my god and then, yeah, this and is then all, she yeah. just left him there on his big ass superman throne to just rot yeah yep yeah and they find this all out because she goes back with um cheetah and is gre- <laughs> is greeted by the consciousness that's left in his, this Superman robot. Cyborg Superman. <laughs> and, and she kind of like, um, f- he kind of like fills her in is like, Oh, you don't remember? Like you, you did yeah. this. Like this was all, this is pretty much all your fault. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, not your fault necessarily, oh, but like, no, it was like, yeah, yeah. you caused this, um, <laughs> by either maybe your mother's fault or something, but yeah. So yes, it, this issue got pretty heavy with that. And then it's like, 
you know, the, the kids that they're trying to help in the turn, the lasso of truth and shit. Um, you find out Batman did the Superman robot because of course he did. Yeah. Because he knew that Wonder Woman would one day come back. Wait, was to... that Batman or Zod? I read it. The as guy Batman. who actually made the robot. Well, it's it shows him. It's it's very it's okay. It's Batman. Oh. It's yeah. It's definitely Batman. I thought it was Zod. Because um, But uh. Well, I think he came back and made the robot. Or at least put his consciousness in the robot. Um, yeah. Exactly. But uh. Um, but yeah, and then we also get like the the humans. Because basically the humans were just being the worst because humans are the worst. And um, <laughs> Wonder Woman abandoned them because she's like, fuck y'all. Like, you don't want my help, you, you won't get my help. And uh, the, the, the main uh, girl that we've been following goes to find Wonder Woman to like beg for help because they're all starving and dying. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of like come to this like, how will we ever forgive each other? How can we ever trust each other? And it's just like, yeah, yeah just like, uh, under the circumstances, we're gonna have to kind of a deal. Um, and well, and also like she, she found the lasso of truth. Yeah. So then she uses it and, against Wonder Woman. Yeah. And what? Yeah. And then, kind of, they break everything down. It's just like, yep, that 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 did this, and I want to fix it, but uh, I'm yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, like I'm a broken uh, human, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm, broken, I'm just as broken I'm, as you guys are. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then they go to the armory. Yeah, they do. To kind of get some weapons <laughs> to fight these giant monsters, which are the Amazonians. And Cheetah looks so happy. Yeah. Cheetah does look very happy. And Wonder gone. Woman makes a very interesting choice. <laughs> 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 to go onto her lasso, she decides that to honor, I guess, her friend's legacy, she rips Superman's skeleton out of the body. Well, just his and- skull and spine. His yeah, skull and spine. Column. Oh and threads the lasso of truth through it, and now she has a freaking skeleton lasso that she's gonna just go Super fuck spine. people up with. God. Yeah, she like, went, it was she so went full badass. scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Just ripped his head <laughs> and spine out. And then put it on, like, now she's got a whip made out of Superman's spinal column. Like, that's the coolest, that, like, that's, which I guess like well, that's the whole thing. It's got to be strong too, right? Really... When Mortal Kombat ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Scott Snyder's trying so hard to be super metal by going over the top and just like really exaggerating everything. All you had to do was what Wonder Woman Dead Earth did and just rip yeah. Superman's spinal column out and turn it on into the Lasso of Truth. And that's the, the most metal thing I've ever seen. Like in It's, a, it's in a now the too. Lasso of Truth, Justice, and the American Way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes, it is. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> or at good. least truth and justice. <laughs> yeah, very at the very least. Because uh, it, yeah, it'll like... it'll bite you now. It'll give you a little... <laughs> I think I think that's a good way to put. It. Like I feel like this book is telling. It's not trying to do what it, whatever it's trying to do. It's just doing it. It's like just, it's not over it's the top. It's just telling us. It. Yeah, it's, it's just telling a story. And like I feel it's like telling the story because first, there's so much going on. Yeah, it's telling the story first and yeah. then figuring out what the aesthetic is, rather than having an aesthetic and trying to mash stuff into it. Like I feel like that's what Death and, Metal is doing. You know, and you almost have these characters that have become so popular. I don't know if they were originally intended that way. Like the Batman who lasts. What he's is he going to be the main villain of DC or? Is that because he was so popular? Like, uh, yeah, I think it it's a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit of chicken and the egg kind of thing there. Yeah, yeah. but it's just like, I yeah. But either way, I, this book was dope. Yeah, I lo- this book was. So this good. was my favorite book of the more. week by There's far. Still one more issue, so I'm I'm like. Oh, that's right. This is a four-parter, four right? Yeah. Which uh, this is just going to be her 
fighting the rest of the let's just, let's just hope they don't, they don't put three issues of story into this, <laughs> into this last issue yeah that would be unfortunate because i think both the next issue is going to be like it's all just the fight with action it's just the fight with the amazons that's what it's gonna and be, this one yeah. had a lot of action in it too which was pretty a lot cool. of action and exposition and it balanced it very yeah. well it, it, it did a good job they can do both you know so. Yeah, I, I was a big fan. Like that big spread of like her fighting Superman, like all those pages, like using the space cool. we were talking about. Like that's, it was awesome. You know, and like that's the kind of stuff of like I think uh, people kind of idolize like Frank Miller's art. I think this is the evolution of that, where it's like really distorted and like really graphic and like really mm-hmm. action packed, but like done super well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's the that's there's one part where you see like Superman's jaw just get broken and like pulled apart yeah. off to the side i'm like that's frank miller wishes he could do that it's shit like a nowadays, 2000 you know? ad book yeah what, exactly. what's funny yeah. is that same moment like almost that same panel was in tmnt power rangers when they, they uh, punch yep. bebop they do like this <laughs> it's like the same exact sequence but done so much better here uh, yeah i i love this and like and let's not understate how how much she fucked up superman fucked up. like like yeah. it was like it i kept was turning just, the page and going holy shit there's dang. more of this yeah just complete evisceration and it was it was i loved every panel it was awesome like she took him apart yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> that's awesome oh man yeah this is my favorite book i think follow i think we're probably gonna roll right into the next stop story this is probably my second favorite book oh, yeah. on a small week yep. this was a lot of fun yeah. This is a fun book, uh, Wind. Wind, right? Wind number one by James Tynan IV and uh, Michael. It's adorable. It's and so it's long. Cute. It's like. Yeah, it's like. like yeah, it's like that was my first pages. thought, too. Also, it was a every big book. single issue is going to be that long. I think it's 48. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw it, that it, on there. Here's the thing. Instagram. There's whatever. a lot of pages, but it's not long. No. It felt very. Like, a lot of it was the art. Yeah. Like, and comics like, have a weird way of. You can have something that's 10 pages long, but takes an hour to read. Or something like this, which is like 40 pages, which you just rip through. Yeah. It, it, it told a lot of the story with the art, and the, but the, not, and not in a simple way. It was a bad way. The, the writing was simple, so you could, um, it was easily digestible, is, and you could work like through it quickly. Y, it is a young adult novel, but it's one of those really good young adult books that I really enjoy, it translates. Like, it's like, it doesn't, it isn't right. just for kids, but it, it is a great thing for kids to read, specifically because of the subject matter. So. The plot of it is Wind is our main character. In the very first couple pages, you find out that they're a Wendigo, which comes, which is why me and Adam were discussing how to pronounce Wendigo. Wendigo. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but then we find out that Wind lives in a town called Pipe Town where magic is super illegal. And not only is it super illegal, the residents are incredibly bigoted against magic. Um, so yeah, and there's a, and there's jobs that are like actively like preventing stopping, it from coming back. Out. Yeah, like yeah. they call so magical it's, it's an, people weird bloods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, you know, that didn't feel great. I, yeah. I felt wrong. I think this is a really important book for like a bunch of reasons, but I read it specifically as a trans allegory. Um, you know, like living in a body that you have to pretend that you're something you're not uh, for your own safety. Um, yeah. That was that was sure. the explicit thing that I read into it, but you know it could it could really be the, the bigotry of the town and the like dehumanization of magic people can really be equated to anything racism, misogyny, sure. homophobia. It definitely has a message it's, there because yeah. and then there's there's the the flip side of the people in the town too, like the younger with like the uh, like the gardener and his son. Yeah, 
um which i like i really like that whole thing because like, and, and like, the main character has like a romantic interest in this like yeah big i love how he, dude. Uh, yeah he steals away like he's like this uh, you know probably 12 13 14 year old kid right yeah. and like he steals away goes away he works at a restaurant and then after the rush for lunch he pops up and goes uses binoculars to look at this big muscly beefy dude that he has a crush yeah. on yeah and then, <laughs> i think it's hilarious and then that big muscly beefy dude is in a romantic something with like the prince of the town i it's not 100 percent clear like the, if they're just bros or like no, they're like together they're, like i can't tell I, what's going I think on that they both want to be together and they there's, there's definitely like undertones there, yeah, there. Like, they both yeah because they clearly have this like hey i really care about you kind of a conversation um right and like i care about you in that way kind of a conversation but they clearly haven't like gotten there yet you know and, like, and there and there's a bit of a a a nod to it because he gets like summoned to the prince's quarters and the yeah. guy who comes to get him is kind of like oh he's been spending an awful lot of time yeah <laughs> in the prince's quarters yeah yeah and i think the dad even says something the dad is like supportive of it so like it's it's a it's a uh, world where i think he says something kinda. to the effect of like you know you guys be you know you guys go have fun he's supportive but the dad's like remember he's a prince and you're yes you're well, not but, you're yeah, a gardener no, the dad is and, basically like don't get your feelings hurt so the dad understands yeah, like, that it's be a, on guard yeah, the dad understands it's a romantic thing and isn't homophobic but has this other all the while, all the while having a, all the while, like, he's, a, like huge bigotry against magic so it's this like and killing this adorable little oh plant yeah, yeah, like, oh god he, he killed that little bulbasaur creature. <laughs> it was so cute oh yeah, like this whole time he's like super supportive of his son. He's like, yeah, but we need to fight magic. Fuck magic. We can't let these little things. Because he like showed the thing and I'm like, oh, he's keeping it for himself. He's like, nope. And he just fucking. I was like, oh no, they killed it. Yeah, they, they called it clearly that It's a little sprite. Yeah, and very clearly the son is like, he's like, oh, it's so cute. Like a magic. He's like very enamored by the magic and he's like, very yeah, don't let very it, much don't probably let it, doesn't want to do that. Yeah, he says, uh, so they, they find the thing and he's like, oh, it's cute. And he says, don't let it touch you. It has an innocent nature, but should it take hold of you, it'll twist your blood, twist the blood running through your veins, paint you with its weirdness, its wildness, its magic. And then he picks up a pair of fucking, like, shears. And just kills the oh, thing, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I know, I felt, and like, and at the end of the day, like, almost like stabs it, too. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And then the, the sons that had the same reaction, like, very clearly he's not interested in following in that any footsteps in any way but, but even like the hint that they might be sympathetic to magic things is uh, uh clearly punishable by something severe by the the, the, bandage, the bandage man, man. he's like the yeah. the town uh or like the, i think he's yeah, like what is he like the sheriff he's like no, he's like the country's is- like almost like like um like bounty hunter for magic because he, yeah, yeah they, they yeah. call him to the town In, because inspector they're worried, of magic worried that magic is, is seeping through so they they like he's, so he's not from pipe town but he comes there to like wipe out magic yeah he's on there on the orders from king to to find some shit that's going on but also wind is very clearly magical yes and he's a weird he has to hide the fact he has to like yeah keep his got pointy, the pointy ears. ears under his hat at all times mm-hmm. and stuff yep and, yeah, and clearly his, I has think his no sister... control over turning into a Wendigo because it just happens in the middle. Well, that was... I don't think he's a Wendigo. Whatever that, no, that was is. Dr- that was a dream. It, he turns into like a bird or something. Yeah, that was a dream though. Yeah, a but was bird it? bird beast. But was it? Yes, because he said I had a bad but dream again. Because his sister... 
Right, but his sister was there. Is it a premonition? Yeah, that's my, that's my whole thing. I think it's uh maybe. I think it's more reality than dream. So. You think his sister's gonna beat the shit out of him when he turns into a giant bird? Yeah, I mean maybe. Because this, because <laughs> the next panel, the sister wakes him up after his bad dream. That's all I'm saying. And she knows that he's got the pointy ears. So like, she's clearly I, not like or it was against a, it him. It could be a flashback. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't think it's necessarily like entirely maybe. dream. I think I read it as a bad dream, but maybe if there's some foreshadowing yeah, going or, on as well. Or the sister is trying to protect him, and it did happen, but she's just pretending like it didn't. Like we're all just gonna go about our day, like. Like this isn't maybe yeah. That's kind of the way that I read it. That it could have been either or. And this this main character has kind of a a bit of a gender fluidity. I actually had to go back uh and read the issue to make sure what the pronouns were being used. I didn't want to gender the character. And yeah, it is he him. But yeah, there's there's definitely I think that's very intentional. Uh, It's it's kind of like that that issue of Doom Patrol where we we just couldn't figure it out and then we realized that was the point. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I just read that book as it was Casey, so like I didn't even bother. Again. I was like, that, that was just Casey. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm not entirely uh, gender solid. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so that's totally fair. <laughs> but yeah, this was a this was a fun one, and then you had the prince at the end, who's just like very much doesn't has no fucking interest in being a prince. He, he, he clearly he just wants this, to hang out with his bro. Room a den of misery. He's like, oh yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! Like this, yeah, he has no wolf. interest in doing that shit. So. <laughs> And then he asked the, the, the big buff guy, like, for, well, he's going to ask him for a huge favor, and we don't know what that is I'm yet. I'm excited to find out, though. This book definitely got me. I'm, I'm, I'm in for the world building. The world it's building fun. in this is fantastic. It was very like, well done. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those books that throws you in, like, halfway right through a story. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you, mm-hmm. they do a real good job at bringing you up to speed on, but at the same time telling you the story like you already know it exists mm-hmm. and you already know what it's yeah. all about. It's, and it's, I think the, the restaurant bar was like a perfect backdrop for that. Yeah. Because they, they're just talking to the townsfolk and you kind of just pick up on it really quick by them. Just like him, you know, you have the, the, the townsfolk. Well, yeah, fuck these magic people. I don't want them in pipe town. It's like, all right, cool. We we're catching up pretty quick here. <laughs> but yeah, I it was but like you said, it wasn't a, it, it wasn't a hard or long, it wasn't a tough read. Like it's, I felt myself kind of flying through it because like one, I was excited and two, it wasn't, I'm not getting bogged down in 15 pages of just single line text. Like some of these yeah, books I wouldn't, are. I wouldn't call it a decorum. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I mean, it it's also clearly yeah. written for a younger audience. So it, it's, yeah. it's a bit lighter of a, of a read. Yeah. That'd be good. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm excited. Another boom book. Like another boom book. They're killing it boom, for us, man. really killing it, man. Yeah, man. Boom, boom. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know those were our top stories. Do we have any other books that we want to shout out? I know it was a small week. but Yeah, without Marvel. Our, uh... Well, there was Ant-Man. Ant-Man ended. Made me happy. Was it great? Oh, yeah. Ant-Man did end. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there was lots of bug puns, um, if I recall. <laughs> uh, RJ? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do like a good bug pun. (laughs) That was good, though. I I enjoyed that. Voltron. Okay. All right. Wow. A lot of of that shit going around. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to sum up that uh, that issue. Bug puns and uh, and it becomes bug Voltron. A a bug zord. (laughs) A bug zord. (laughs) It's like a beetleborg. (laughs) 
but <laughs> way bigger. <laughs> do they have do they have mechazords in Beetleborgs? I don't know. I never really paid attention to Beetleborgs. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't even know what that is. Really? Yeah. I Mom, remember you that vaguely, Power Rangers. but yeah, I don't. I, I, I remember it vaguely, but I have no solid recollection of it. Yeah, it came like right on the curtails of, of like, like I was already like in high school probably when Beetleborgs was a thing. <laughs> like, I missed that completely. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I do remember this. Yeah, you do. I just remember thinking it was shitty Power Rangers. <laughs> now, wasn't there also VR Troopers? Wasn't that li- they were like there was two shitty uh, Power Rangers knockoffs that oh came my out God. Right at the same time? Yeah, the best VR is the troopers. knockoffs that use shit. the same footage as the Power Rangers use the Sentai yeah. footage, but it's yeah. just, oh, yeah, but it's a different great. show. Yeah, Dude, it's, just, it's just a troopers... different version of Sentai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Dude, thought they VR could troopers just kind looks of like push this looks like a total knockoff of. Um, not just Power Rangers, but Voltron. Like it's like the same color scheme and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they tried to make a live action Voltron. I also like that season of uh, Power Rangers where they thought that the Sentai was going to be filmed in space, but it wasn't. So all the fight scenes are on Earth, but then the show takes place in space because they had already <laughs> gone too far along in the planning. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. Ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> what an absurd. Saban was a genius in what he was able to do with the Super Sentai franchise in America. It's it's just like the ultimate, like, well, just fucking slap it together. Who gives a shit? But like, it just happened to be brilliant. Yeah, kids fucking loved it. Like, it just worked. Yeah, yeah. Like that would you couldn't do that now. Like the '90s, man. That's the only time that could happen. But yep. like the, the the turtle story was the same thing. Like when we talked to um the producer and the writer of of Turtles on TMNT Minute. By the way, go check out that interview. It's very good. Uh, to toot my own horn for a second, but um, <laughs> they they got the same spiel from everybody when they were trying to sell that movie. They were like, "You're you're insane if you think this turtles thing is going to be anything." <laughs> and it ended up being the biggest fucking thing ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's interesting. It's just no vision. Those guys are dumb. But what's funny is like 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 people like me, the kids who were already eating it up knew that they had a hit on their hands. Like all they had to right. do was like it, they even said at a lot of a lot of meetings they were like go home and ask your kids what the turtles are. They'll tell you it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> they're like go there ask you go. your babysitter what your kids are playing with because it's turtles <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great but yeah that's right. uh that's last yeah. week we did it we what's did coming it. out this week um what is coming out this week um oh i know that the uh green lantern 80th anniversary is happening if anyone cares okay uh, so that'll mean there's 80 variants of green there's lantern 10, but yeah basically um what? Looks like it's a big DC week. Batman, Flash, Justice League, Aquaman, Teen Titans. Um, something called Bleed Them Dry, which looks kind of cool. I think that's an Aftershock book. I'm not. Sure. I don't remember. Sex Crims. Sex Crims. Sex Crims. Oh, there's Thor. A, oh, what's that? The that Texas Blood. It's a. Looks like it's a criminal book, oh, but yeah. it's not. I'm excited for that. Um, more, more oh, die. Dude, die is back. Fuck yeah. Or did you say die at the same time as me? We both did, nice. yeah. Die and Thor. Nice I'm Thor, seeing. yes. Oh, Adam, you'll be excited. 
record-breaking Spawn 307. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> we haven't made that joke in a while. Uh, Turtles is back, 105. Oh, ty- oh that's that, that uh, issue in the, in the punk rock club. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, that. oh, yeah, that'll that'll be, be cool. Once uh, yeah. in Future, number eight. Oh, yeah, Hellblazer, yeah. Jeez. Good. Jimmy Olsen. Lola Woods. Uh, finishing oh, up. Dude, that book's dark. Dude, oh, Batman Killer Smile. Yes. I'm excited for yeah. that. Uh, oh, sorry. The Smile Killer. Is, sorry. <laughs> got that one wrong again. <laughs> Plunge number four. I feel like we just talked about that, but I'm cool with that. Yeah. That was a month ago. Was it? Yeah, it was. Does it, oh, Red, it's Red so weird. Nice. Mm-hmm. The, um, oh, the Turtles Jenica book is coming out. Nice. The number three. It's a big is week for us. Is it another book with the Marvel books? No, Thor's coming out. Uh, Not a lot. Um, are there any like X-Men? 20 t- I didn't see I didn't any see X-Men any books, X-Men. no. Weird. Mm-mm. But what will we do? Not X-Men. <sighs> so, finally talk about things that aren't X-Men. Oh, that Empire Avengers Zero is coming out. I don't know if, we, if anyone but RJ knows what that is all about. I do, but I didn't read Road to Empire, so maybe I'll read both. Okay. It's a Kree Skull. I don't know. Kree Skull War, and it has to do with Hulkling. That's all I actually know. Hey, we I got Spider Ham number five. That's something to look forward to. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. Looks like a Hulk. Yeah. So, pretty good week. Looks yeah. like. I'm excited. A lot of boom and image, which was always a good week for me. Yeah. Same. So yeah, that's uh, that's this week's comics for y'all to go grab today. If you're able. Um, yeah, so make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Week's Comics. Um, give us some money. Go to duelinggenre.com slash support and uh, join our Patreon and get a bunch of cool exclusive stuff from all the other Dueling Genre podcasts. Uh, and please support your local comic shop somehow. Uh, if, you're, if you're lucky enough to have a shop like we do where you can buy stuff online and do curb style pickup, if your comic shop is open, go visit them. They miss you. Um, wear a mask. Yeah. So, what's that? This is wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. Um, <laughs> we're God still sakes. not out of this yet. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Be yeah. safe. Be healthy. Be clean. Um, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>